This is Off The Ball Breakfast. Ireland's sports breakfast show. It's pretty open, shouldn't count. Not a real major. You rank the four Grand Slams. Uh-huh. Let's see, it's Wimbledon. I'll go. Wimbledon, French Open, US Open, Australian Open. Right. Subscribe to the Off The Ball Breakfast podcast on the Off The Ball app now. The Football Daily on Off The Ball. Hello and welcome to Tuesday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan. We'll start with a big injury blow for Ireland. Evan Ferguson has been ruled out at Thursday's game against France and Paris and Sunday's qualifier against the Netherlands at the Aviva Stadium. The 18-year-old sustained a knee injury in Brighton's 3-1 win over Newcastle on Saturday, a game which Ferguson scored a hat-trick in. He linked up with the squad on Sunday, but after assessment from the medical team, Ferguson has been ruled out of both games. The rest of the squad will travel to Paris later today for Thursday's match at the Parc de Prince, but it's still unclear if John Egan will be available at the start. The Sheffield United defender had a scan yesterday for the knock that he picked up against Everton at the weekend. The boys in green have one win from three games in Group B, Ireland midfielder Josh Cullen says they're relishing the challenge of taking on the two-time world champions who came to the Aviva in March and won 1-0. It was a misplaced pass from Cullen that led to Benjamin Pavard's goal. The Burnley midfielder knows there's little margin for error at this level. Obviously you have only one chance to make that split-second decision and not every decision you make on the, on the football pitch is going to be right and when you're playing against opposition um, of the level of France you, you can get punished so yeah, something that hurt, no doubt about it but it's something I tried to move on um, from as quickly as I could and um, yes, it's, it's really far out of my head now and I'm, I'm looking forward to, to the game on Thursday. Nathan Collins was so close to equalising late in that game but he was denied by France goalkeeper Mike Menon. He feels Stephen Kenny's side can get a positive result on Thursday. We know how tough they are but I've said uh, the manager gives me so much confidence, the staff give me so much confidence so I'm going into the game full of confidence, full of ready to go for them, you know, ready to go off to war for them and putting the best performance we can and Listen, if we play any way that we did from home, you know, they're going to have to be really good as well on the day to beat us. So it's going to be a good game. Former Ireland defender Stephen Ward was on Off the Ball Breakfast earlier to look ahead to the game. Ward was part of the Irish team that lost 2 1 to France in Lyon at Euro 2016. He says the players will love the underdogs tag and that Stephen Kenny and his management team will have their homework done on the French. You know, the, the preparation nowadays and, and, and the analysis side of the game, you, you literally have everything you need to, to know how, how a team plays, how a player plays. And I'm sure the management staff will, will be speaking, as we did at the time in 2016. I think, you know, it was probably different for us a little bit in terms of we had such a short turnaround um, and we had to prepare quite quickly. I think we probably, I think we only had maybe a, a day or two's training in between. So we didn't have a lot of grass time. To, to work on, on, on what we did, but we certainly had a game plan, and I, I think that'll be the same nowadays. You know, they, they, they'll, have, they'll have a plan, that they'll have to go out and, and, like I said, be solid. They'll have to nullify Mbappe and, and, and their, their forward players. But listen, I think as a, as a nation, as a team, you know, when you're within that camp, we, we love a challenge, we love being the underdog, and, you know, I don't think, I think within that camp, the lads would love nothing more than, than to go out and, and prove that they can perform at that level. And, and I think the youth and the enthusiasm will help. I think. You know, a lot of the lads now are applying their trade, you know, within the Premier League. There's, there's been lads promoted into the Premier League. So that, that'll give them loads of confidence going into the game. And um, I think with that youthfulness, it, it brings no fear a lot of the time. And, and I think that'll be the case. So hopefully they can go out and put on a performance and, and, and give us a chance to, to get something out of the game. Jordan Henderson has spoken about his move to Saudi Arabia in an interview with The Athletic. He's in the England squad for the games against Ukraine and Scotland. Has he done the interview to respond to the public backlash? 
But he could have made things even worse with some of the comments. Former Liverpool captain says money wasn't a motivation for him to join Al Etifak in the Saudi Pro League and that he felt he was no longer wanted at Liverpool. The club are managed by Henderson's former Liverpool teammate Steven Gerrard. Henderson has long been an advocate for LGBTQ plus rights and has moved to a country which criminalises homosexuality. In the interview, Henderson says he can understand the anger and frustration over his decision to play in Saudi Arabia. Henderson said his values and beliefs haven't changed and that he hopes to bring about a positive change. He was asked if he would still wear his rainbow laces and said he wouldn't rule that out. But at the same time, what he wouldn't do is disrespect the religion and culture in Saudi Arabia. Manchester United winger Anthony's been dropped from the Brazil squad for their World Cup qualifiers against Bolivia and Peru. It's over domestic violence claims, which officials for the national team say they need to be investigated. In an interview with a Brazilian website, which also published photographs and screenshots of messages between the pair, Gabriela Cavalen claims she was attacked by Anthony with a headbutt in a Manchester hotel room in January leaving her with a cut head which needed treatment from a doctor. She also alleges she was punched in the chest by Anthony, which she claims caused damage to a silicone breast implant, which required corrective surgery back in Brazil. Anthony has strongly denied wrongdoing and says the evidence demonstrates that he's innocent. A man arrested on suspicion of headbutting Roy Keane has been released on bail until late September. The 42-year-old is accused of assault causing actual bodily harm over a confrontation with Keane at the Emirates Stadium on Sunday. Footage was posted on social media of fellow Sky Sports pundit Micah Richards stepping in to move the suspect away from Keane. The confrontation followed Arsenal's 3-1 win over Manchester United. Now, it's believed United detected a back injury during Sofian Amrabat's medical on transfer deadline day, but decided to go ahead with bringing the midfielder to Old Trafford. United signed the Moroccan international on a season-long loan from Fiorentina with the option to buy next summer. Amrabat has previously revealed he struggled with a back issue during last year's World Cup and even had a pain-killing injection before the penalty shootout win over Spain in the last 16. Speaking of the World Cup in Qatar, Louis van Gaal believes it was fixed in favour of Lionel Messi in Argentina. Van Gaal was in charge of the Netherlands who lost to eventual winners Argentina in a penalty shootout in the quarterfinals. 16 yellow cards were issued in that game. Dutch right-back Denzel Dumfries was sent off near the end of extra time. Speaking at the Eredivisie Awards last night, Van Hal said, if you see how Argentina got the goals and how the Dutch got the goals and how some of Argentina's players crossed the line and weren't punished, he thought it was all a preconceived game. He said he means everything he says by that, that Messi had to become world champion. Dutch captain Virgil van Dijk, who play against Ireland this weekend, was asked about Van Hal's comments this morning and said it is, of course, his opinion. Everyone can have an opinion, but Van Dijk says he doesn't share the same opinion. Eric Bailly has left Manchester United, the joint Turkish club Besiktas. He struggled for first-team opportunities in recent seasons and spent last season on loan at Marseille. Bailly's the second player to leave Old Trafford for Turkey this summer after Fred made the move to Fenerbahce last month. Tangay Ndombele and Davidson Sanchez both left Tottenham yesterday to make the move to Turkey. They've joined Galatasaray. Former Spain international Sergio Ramos has joined his boyhood club Sevilla 18 years after he left them for Real Madrid. The 37-year-old who leaves PSG on a free transfer has signed a one-year deal. And Alfredo Morales has signed for Brazilian club Santos three months after he left Rangers. The 27-year-old Colombia striker left Ibrox under freedom of contract at the end of last season. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.